everyone, and welcome to Wheels in Motion from Meals on Wheels Radio. I'm Enid Borden, President and CEO of the Meals on Wheels Association of America. And you are listening to Wheels in Motion, a show focusing on the amazing work that's happening at Meals on Wheels programs throughout the United States as together we work to end senior hunger in America. Today's show, we wanted to talk all about the annual conference in Chicago. And I can't tell you how excited I am that this will be our biggest conference ever. In fact, this year we're calling it the Expo and the Conference for the Common Good. All the great events and courses underway on August 30th, and it'll run to September 1st. I'm really excited to have as my first guest someone in the studio today. Her name is Suzanne Grubb. She's MOA's Deputy Director of the National Center for Nutrition Leadership. And to be honest, she's a major force in organizing this annual conference. So I want to thank you for being here today, Suzanne. Thank you, Enid. You know, it's funny. We are going to talk about conference, and we'll get to that. But the first thing I want to talk to you about is I want to know a little bit about you, Suzanne. You come to us here in the office. You've been working here for quite some time now. And we marvel at the things that you can do, and I, which is not to say that I can't do these things. I can't. But you're, you understand all this technology. You, you understand the computers. And you're also a librarian. Tell us a little about your background, would you? Sure. I know I'm throwing you for a loop, but uh, tell me about this librarian stuff, because you're really into this, and you're amazing about it. Tell me what it is. Well, I've been working in, before I came to MOA, I was working in the information sector for a long time. I went back to school to get my degree in library science. A master's degree. My master's, yes. And while I was working towards being a librarian, I found out that librarians aren't really librarians anymore with the internet. Um, the there's a lot of information out there, and everything um, about library and information science is the idea of being able to manage what's out there. People are being overloaded and overwhelmed, and we need people to be able to sort things and organize things. And I happen to like organizing things, and so that's how I fell into it. And in MOA, there's a lot of information to organize with all of our initiatives, our research, and... Yeah, people don't think about that, but in fact there is a lot to organize. I mean, it's not just the, the daily running of an organization, it's the organization of the information that we bring in and we send out, isn't it? I mean, it, it's fascinating, isn't it? Absolutely. Now, I, I don't want to give anything away because, um, God forbid, we should do that, but I know that we're going to unveil something at conference that has a great deal to do with information and libraries. Can you give us just a glimpse of that without spilling the beans? Tell us as much as you think we should let everybody know before they get to conference. And by the way, there will be a lot of folks who are not able to come to conference, so they will be missing out on this, or, or what happens when we get back from conference? Can you give us just a glimpse of what, what this is all about? Sure. I'm being a information geek myself. I'm very excited about this. Um, but it's something our members have been asking for for a long time, having access to sharing a lot of resources. And we're finally in a position where we can put everything together, make things findable, and we'll be making a pretty big announcement at conference. But come September, we're going to be announcing it to everyone at MOA. So they should definitely keep their eyes open. Um, it's something that everyone's going to find very useful, and we're very excited about it. Right. It's basically we're, uh, sort of a little bit of a library. Is that uh, it? Is that what we're doing? We're becoming, um, it's about information sharing, information gathering, isn't it? It's what it's all about. That's right. Um, there's, everyone at their programs has a lot of 
resources. People have different resources and information that they've wanted to share um, and also that they've been looking for and yeah, and, and we'll be able to get that for them, won't we? This is kind of a neat thing, isn't it? You know, I've been in the organization for, for probably almost longer than you've been alive, but the reality is we've never really thought about things in terms of black and white issues, about information and non-information, how do we get this information out? And in fact, would you, would you agree with me or not? Tell me that without information, we're really never going to end Senior Hunger by 2020? That's absolutely true. It's a matter of what you know and how you can share what you know with other people. There's no need, to, if each of us stands alone and has to recreate and start from scratch every single time we start out, we're never going to get anywhere. Right. So it's a matter of being able to start from where somebody else has started, learn from other people's mistakes, and being able to use what other people have found effective. Right. And there's a lot of information out there, isn't it? It's just that it's sort of all scattered, isn't it? I mean, there, there are things out there in the, in the technosphere somewhere that, that has kinds of information that we might need, but uh, you have to really work to find it, don't you? That's certainly true. We've been doing a lot of work to find all this information and pull it together. Um, but it's definitely coming together, and um, this is the first time in history that it's really possible to be able to share on this sort of scale. A lot of people have things that they've just only paper copies that they've, you know, had around in the office. Now we're in a position to put that up online and make it available to the world. Right. It's very exciting. And I don't want to give away too much. I think we probably have already, but it really is an exciting thing. And we will unveil it at conference. So let's talk a little bit about conference because you took all the information in this office and you know about. So what, how many people are going to be at conference this year? About 35? We have well over 500 people coming, and that's from over 43 states and Canada. Wow. It's amazing, isn't it? I have to tell you, the conference grows and grows and grows every year. What do you think that is? I mean, I, I obviously, I've been here a little bit longer than you have, but we have grown. The conference has grown. Why do you think that is? And I really think that each year um, more people get excited about it, more people hear about it, more people are interested. Um, they tell their friends, bring their friends. There's no question about that. And, you know, how many conferences have you been to, MOA conferences? This will be my third one. Third one. Tell me, as um as a newbie, I mean, three years is not very long, but, and I know because I've seen you in action, I know just so my listeners all know, you do work seven days a week. I know that. I come here sometimes on weekends to uh, just walking the dog, and you're hard at work. So, and you do it at conference too. You're crazy at conference. But what's your favorite part of conference? My favorite part of conference is the community fair. It's going to be on Thursday afternoon this year. And that's when our members really get to shine. They get to show off all of their new ideas. We get to see what fantastic campaigns they've been running. Um, it's really my favorite part is getting to go around and see what everybody's been up to. Because it's also about information sharing, isn't it? That's absolutely true. That is the essential information sharing part of conference. Yeah, and this is sort of all about information sharing. So whether we do it technologically, whether we do it on the Internet or whether we do it... Um, on the in the clouds or whatever, or even perhaps something that folks like me, just one-on-one, -on -one. we can share information and we can find out what somebody else is doing and how they're running their program and how, in fact, it would help us to maybe run our own programs a little bit better. And that's what the community fair is all about, isn't it? That's right. Information is information. It's a matter of connecting with the knowledge you need. And technology helps you do that with more people and faster, but doing that face-to-face -face is really a remarkable experience. Yeah, it really is. And you know what? You're, it's remarkable to have you here. The experience that we've 
all of us here on the staff have encountered because of Suzanne. Suzanne has brought us not only into the uh, 21st century, but probably into the 20th century. So, Suzanne, I want to thank you for taking time to talk about conference today. And for those of you who want to attend, there is still time and just a few spaces left. Go to moa.org slash conference today. Boy, over 500 people. It's amazing. Come join all your peers. Come to conference. It's, it's going to be terrific. There's still much more ahead on the show. We'll talk with a terrific MOA member in California who's really excited about conference. She's already packing her bags. Uh, in fact, she's probably got lots of bags because she's from Santa Monica, and we know that they bring a lot of clothes. You are listening to Wheels in Motion from Meals on Wheels Radio, and we'll be right back. How much does food cost your program every year? What about insurance for your employees? And how about delivery vehicles that need replacing? Running a Meals on Wheels program is really expensive. With demand increasing every day, something has to give. How are you going to be able to feed all of the seniors in your community who need help? The answer is MOA's Common Goods, your greatest member benefit. Common Goods has all of the products you need at a fraction of the cost. Common Goods was created exactly for what the name says, for the common good. From chicken to freezers, auto repair to office supplies, Common Goods is your one-stop shopping resource. Employee benefits? Common Goods has it. Coolers? We have that too. If it is something that your program orders, there is a good chance Common Goods can save you money on it. For more information about accessing everything that Common Goods has to offer, please contact Matt Levine or Andrew Owens at the MOA office at 703-548-5558 or email them at commongoods at moa.org. Hello, yes, this is Meals on Wheels. Okay, let me put you on hold. I just need to hone in on my fundraising skills first, and... Meals on Wheels here. I'll help you in one second. I'm actually trying to attract and retain volunteers right now, so... Hi, Meals on... Yes, I'd be able to help you if I could only learn how to generate awareness by using Facebook and Twitter and... and... Hey, I need coffee in here. Someone learn how to engage and cultivate Starbucks as a sponsor. Stat! Hello, Miss Smith. I have a question for you. Oh, what now? Where's my Starbucks? Would you like one go-to place for all your needs? Um, well, yeah. A place that can provide you with customized information that you can use to become a better leader? Of course. Well, then you need to check out MOA's National Center for Nutrition Leadership. The center can help you make your program more efficient, entrepreneurial, and sustainable in an easy and inexpensive way. And MOA adds new courses all the time. In fact, the newest track offered through the center is in financial management, which can give you the knowledge and tools you need to monitor the financial condition of your program. The center offers courses and webinars in nutrition, development, leadership, and so much more. What better way to continue your professional development? Hey, forget the latte. Sign me up for the center. For more information, go to moa.org calendar to see the latest courses being offered through the center. Or feel free to call up the MOA National Offices at 703-548-5558. That's 703-548-5558. The Center, empowering leaders to stand against senior hunger. Welcome back to Wheels in Motion from Meals on Wheels Radio. I'm your host, Enid Borden. Today we're talking about our upcoming annual conference in Chicago and why conference is such an important time for all of us. And who better to enlighten us than one of the hundreds of MOA members who will be there. Joining me now on the phone is Rosemary Ruglebuto. She's president and CEO of Meals on Wheels West in Santa Monica. 
Hi, Rosemary. Hey, Enid. How are you doing? Good. How about you? First, let's get Super. let's talk about something else before we talk about the conference, and that is President and CEO of Meals on Wheels West in Santa Monica. How long have you been on that job? 25 years. 25 years. What are the kinds of changes? Obviously, everything changes. There's no question. But in your 25 years there, what do you think is the most significant change you've seen? We have phones with have a hold button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the most exciting thing. My goodness, fax machines went in and out. Mm -hmm. uh, computers came in, made our jobs incredibly easy, but also made it that much more complicated. If I had a day without a computer, I'm sure I'd get a lot more work done. Yeah. But what can you do? What about the kinds of people that you, you were serving 25 years ago and the ones you're serving today? Has that changed? Nope. We're still serving the very, very old. The majority of our clients are between, two-thirds of our clients are between 75 and 104. <laughs> and as they're passing on, um, the new ones aren't ready to come in yet. The boomers. So we're dealing with a declining demographics. So you are. So when you, how many meals a day are you serving? Now, a few years ago, I was doing 115,000 meals um, a year. This year, uh, at the end of our fiscal year, we did 86,000. Yikes. So what does one do? Well, that could be good news. I mean, let's put it that way. Is it that the demand is less, that the need is far less than it used to be? Um, no, but in, in the communities that we serve, I think that the boomers and, um, aren't ready to come in yet, and when they do, they're going to want something totally different. So we're trying to figure out exactly what it is. And are you one of the interesting programs in that you're actually doing, uh, something kind of unique with the foods, aren't you? I mean, you're trying to go green a little bit, and you're trying to give yeah, them some choice. Yeah, well, we have to. The city of Santa Monica will fine us if we use styrofoam. That's one huge issue. Mm -hmm. um, we uh, have a program called Fresh Off the Vine. Yeah, that, tell us about uh, that. We get food from the farmer's market, uh, fruits, and um, we deliver those to the clients. And especially since the cost of food has gone up so much, um, those are the kinds of things that um, kind of suffered mm. and aren't included as much as they used to be. So we do get um, fresh fruits and deliver that along with our meals. Mm. We deliver the daily newspaper. How do you get that? Is that somebody is somebody donating that, or how do you do that? Uh, it's we're just one of the drop-off places for the newspaper. They bring it to us, and we deliver them out. Oh, I see. It's a free newspaper, anyways. Oh, anywhere, I see. So uh -huh. Well, that's great. Yeah. You know, we're, we're here today to talk a little bit about conference, and I'm actually these lead-up questions are, are not insignificant, and that is one of the great things about conference, as you and I both know, is the networking that goes on. Do you think that during the conference this year in Chicago, which, by the way, is oversubscribed, which is really terrific, oh, will, you, yeah, will you be talking to some of the folks about these kinds of issues, about um, fresh from the vine and those kinds of things? Is that part of the whole networking thing for you? Definitely. And I'm really interested, actually, in finding out and I've been communicating with other MOA members who are experiencing the declining demographics also. Yeah, you bet. Sure. I think that's the kind of we thing. Have to remain, we have to, at this point, remain viable. That's right. So we're there, and we have to fortify and get ourselves ready for when the boomers and the others come in. So you think that that's one of the things that, that 
that really we can do at this conference. We can sort of all get together. I mean, it's part of being sort of the whole, isn't it? This whole, whole notion of we are Meals on Wheels. Definitely. Yeah, good. I'm excited about that. Just so you know, we'll be launching the We Are Meals on Wheels campaign in earnest at this conference. I'm excited. Let me ask you a question. How many conferences have you been to of ours? Hmm. Hmm. Gosh. I know you what missed thing? last year because you had to go to some crazy, what, Italy? But what, what, how many? How many have you been to? Twenty, maybe. Twenty conferences. And how do you, th have they changed? Oh, definitely. How so? Oh, the conferences, they're, they're fabulous. And for me, you're right, it is the networking and getting together. Because the courses, although there are several this year that do interest me, the courses I've heard, I've been there, done that. Mm -hmm. But the opportunity to talk to my peers and share ideas yeah. is really, really wonderful. Yeah, that's sort of what it's about, isn't it? You can learn just as much from just talking to somebody else as sitting in a classroom, can't you? Absolutely. And it's an opportunity for everybody to get together, sit down or stand up and meet in the hall or whatever, and just talk about it. You know, Ro, let me ask you a question, because, you know, our tagline is, so no senior goes hungry. We want to end senior hunger by 2020. Do you think we can do it? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. How do you think we can do it? Well, at this point, we got to bring in the young ones that are going to be there when the other one when we retire, yeah. we got to start mentoring, yeah. and we got to bring them in, and we got to excite them. And so how do, how do we do that? The work. How do we excite young people to come in and do what us old fogies do? I mean, what? How do we get them that by they want to be involved? Yeah. Okay. By the passion and by the things that we um, are able to show, you know what can be done. Yeah. And are you recruiting younger people there in Santa Monica to come in? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm mentoring someone now. Yeah. Um, and and it's very and it's exciting. I think it's getting me excited again. You know, it's exciting to see that and all the things that they're capable of doing, because technology is second nature. Yeah. For them, and social media is is, you know, something that they can do with their eyes closed. <laughs> I, I know, and I know. Quickly, and yeah, definitely. So it's it's helping me. It's helping my program, and it's also something for the future. And I think we need to look at that. It, yeah, I guess. I the, mean, in 2020, I in nine years, yeah. I will not be at Mills on Wheels West anymore. No, yeah, probably. I yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I know what you mean. We're sort of working our way out of a job here, aren't we? Which is good. Which is good. Yeah, it is good, and it's exciting to see the differences, the way they can look at things, um, and and it's really, really important. We need to um, keep re-energizing, and the youth help us do that, yeah. and we can um, mentor them to right. continue the fight. Right, I guess our present is really looking after the future, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. You know, Ro, I want to thank you for taking your time out of your really busy schedule to tell the other members about why conference is important, about the networking, and about looking toward the future. We have to do that if we are to remain vital. And you know Absolutely. what? I really look forward to seeing you soon in Chicago. All right. See you there, Enid. Thanks, babe. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Coming up after the break, a visit from Matt Levine, who helps run MOA's Common Goods Program. He'll tell you about the great opportunities of conference to learn more about big savings for your program. You are listening to Wheels in Motion on Meals on Wheels Radio. We'll be right back.
there are currently six million seniors in America threatened by hunger. By 2025, the number is expected to reach 9.5 million. But we are Meals on Wheels. We have the drive to fight it, and we will not stop until we end senior hunger. We fight more than just hunger. We provide companionship to the many hungry and lonely seniors in our communities. We are 5,000 community-based organizations that rely on more than one million volunteers. We are your neighbors. We are your teachers. We are your firefighters. We are your volunteers. We are your greeters. We are your mayors. We are your soccer moms. We are Meals on Wheels. We will end senior hunger by 2020, but we will need your help. We are Meals on Wheels. 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 And we pledge to end senior hunger. We are Meals on Wheels, so no senior goes hungry. It's conference time again, and you are listening to Wheels in Motion from Meals on Wheels Radio. Today, that's all we're talking about. We're talking about MOA's 2011 annual conference in Chicago. Joining me here in the studio is Matt Levine. He's MOA's Assistant Vice President of Development and Membership Marketing. And Matt runs our Common Goods program, and he's here to talk to us about that this year. You know, it's interesting. We, we're calling the conference this year the Annual Conference and Expo for the Common Good, and we're going to get to that in a minute. So, Matt, thanks for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. You know, it's interesting because we did decide this year to name it the Conference and Expo for the Common Good because it really is, in fact, about the common good. And that's what Common Goods is about. It's about the common good. Matt, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you to tell everybody here, why did we call it Common Goods? What's it, what's it about? Well, simply stated, Common Goods is a way for Meals on Wheels programs to save money on everything they're purchasing. It is a group purchasing organization it's, um, it's a way for an individual Meals on Wheels program to be, to be part of a greater community. It's, the, it's, having, it's being a small program, a large program. It's having the buying power of a Fortune 500 company. So whether you're ordering chicken or refrigerators, Meals on Wheels programs should have the buying power of a Denny's or a McDonald's. There's no reason why they shouldn't. So how do they do that through this? I mean, what, what does that mean? Does that mean that... Um, tell me what it means. That means... MOA, we at MOA, we've created, this means a lot to us, we've created um, a program, Common Goods, that makes it possible for Meals on Wheels, Meals on Wheels um, programs to get together, mm -hmm. to order together, mm -hmm. to harness our buying power. There's no difference between us and a McDonald's. It's a huge universe out there. The only difference is that our, our cause, our me it means something. So we need to save money on all these purchases So for no other reason than to feed more seniors, to stretch these budgets to feed more seniors because no one else is giving us more money. And that's what the common good is. So in other words, if we 
purchase smarter, we purchase wisely, we can save a lot of money, and the money that the programs save, they can really go out and feed more folks, and that's about the common good, isn't it? That's the bottom line, the common good, making sure the seniors in our communities can be fed. You know, the other thing is we got an email and, and a video a couple of, I guess it was last week, from one of our members, and I'm going to put you on the spot again. His name is Greg Pittman, and he's down in Texas, and it was an amazing video we got from him. Can you want to tell us a little bit about that? Because it's about the common good story. It is a story of the common good. Um, just a brief history. Greg called us on, I think, a Thursday and said, we are lucky enough to receive a grant um, to purchase air conditioners. As you know, there were something like 45, 50 straight days in Texas over 100 degrees. Um, they saw a need. Greg's program saw a need. Their seniors were in danger. They're in danger of dying from the heat. Um, in fact, people were dying from the heat, and Greg got a grant to go out and purchase air conditioners. Um, he called me and said, Matt, what can Common Goods do? We want to make this grant stretch, stretch it as far as we can. We want to be, we want to be able to purchase as many air conditioners as possible, and we want to be able to help um, pay the electric bill to run the air conditioners because they're not going to do any good if you can't afford to run them. Um, the Common Goods team sprung into into action in less than two weeks maybe even less than a week and a half, those air conditioners were ordered cheaper than they can get at anywhere else, delivered, and installed, which is, it was a life-saving story. And to be honest, when, when Greg sent me the, um, the link to the video, I've seen it 10 times. I've cried five times and got goosebumps all 10 times. It's, it's that amazing. And it really is that easy. It works. Common goods works. So you were able to figure out, all right, here's the situation. The problem is that somebody needs, how many air conditions did he need? 60. He needed 60 air conditions. He needed them pretty fast, didn't he? Yep. All right, so you and the team here at MOA sprung into action, as you said, called MedAssets. Now, what is Med, Med, who is MedAssets? What's that all about? Interesting question. Um, MedAssets is our exclusive partner, and I'm happy to announce that we just went through a very long um, process of trying to figure out long-term, moving forward, who should be our partner in this group purchasing organization with Common Goods. And after an exhaustive process, we were lucky enough to find out that our existing partner is the one that, that we need to be with because they are the most invested in helping Meals on Wheels programs and, and most invested in, in helping us end senior hunger. Um, so with, in this case, with the air conditioners, I called our contact at MedAssets. I called Andrea and I said, Andrea, we have a member who needs air conditioners. They need to get these things fast and they need to be cheaper than they can get them locally. Um, what can you do to help? And Andrea spent the next two days doing whatever she could to get the, to secure these air conditioners from suppliers and everyone got on board and it happened. Okay, a couple of things. I just want to say that we we did put an RFP because I, you have to do due diligence when you're working in an organization like ours. And we did have, in fact, the supply partner, which was MedAssets. And every now and then you have to put out a bid, as all of our programs know, to get to see the other group purchasing organizations out there and everybody bid on them. And I have to say this, and I know you'd agree with me, that they're all, all the group purchasing organizations out there are quite good. But for our needs in this particular case, I think MedAssets really fit the bill and we're really happy to have them back as our GPO partner. So we then, and it's terrific that they, they, they were able to get these air conditioners. They got them out to, uh, to Greg. But what about the electricity? Who's gonna pay for all that? Now, we, we don't have a group purchasing organization that'll do that, do we? Well, what did Greg do? What Greg did, and, and Greg was smart enough to, to get a flexible enough grant, but Greg was smart enough to write this whole grant program where he saved, he, basically he got the air conditioners at a discount. Right. So what he was able to do was 
60% of the grant paid for the air conditioners and 40% of the grant covered um, electricity power assistance to help the, his folks on his, the seniors in his community pay to run these air conditioners. Now, if he went and he ended up paying full price for those air conditioners and didn't save money through common goods, there would have been no money left yeah. to run the air conditioners. So this is common goods saved some people's lives last week, and that, that's the amazing part. Yeah, and I think that's the amazing part about this whole notion of common good. It really was for the common good. I can't think of anything more basic than in these hot, hot, hot days, and you're right, oh, it, Texas is suffering really with this heat, to have people who live in these houses and have no, no means of air conditioning. So this really is for the common good. It's a wonderful story. It makes me proud that we are really so invested in common goods and how important it is. Now, you've got something special that you guys are doing at conference this year at our trade show about common goods. Let us know what that's all about. We're excited. This year, as, as you mentioned, um, the expo is the Common Goods Expo. So if you're going to have a Common Goods Expo, why not in the middle of that expo have a Common Goods Lounge? Um, and the lounge is going to be, um, we, want, we want our members to come, come find out what's new with Common Goods. There are new vendors. Every month there are new vendors, new products and services available. Um, the more people who are ordering through Common Goods, the more we can drive pricing down. You know, the bigger the bigger we are as a community, the more leverage we have. So we're going to have information about new products and services, about new pricing. We're going to have the easy enrollment forms to come talk to us. I also heard a rumor that we're going to have some really cool giveaways at the lounge, too. So Is that right? And there's going to be some couches, so come kick back and enjoy the expo. Put your feet up for a couple minutes. Not everyone wants to walk around for three hours, but two and a half is good. So <laughs> it's going to be it's an exciting uh it's an exciting place to be. So come visit the Common Goods Lounge. You know, I, I probably say this every year, and I shouldn't, but I'm going to do it anyway. What the heck? I think it's going to be the biggest and the best conference we've ever had. I really do. It is. I think I think it is. We're going to have 60 vendor booths. Um, We're sold out. If we are we had sold. To stop. We had more that wanted to come in. We had to stop. We did. We have a waiting list, and it's... It is gonna, it's going to be something. It's going to be exciting. It's just terrific. And I, I want to thank you for being a guest today, Matt. You know, I have to tell everybody who's listening that I, I am blessed. I'm blessed on a lot of occasions, and I'm blessed by a lot of things. And one of them is a terrific staff. And for those of you who don't know Matt, uh, please do get to know him at conference. He's a terrific guy. He's, uh, he's doing a great job for not only here at MOA at headquarters, but he's doing a great job for you all. He's here to help you, or my whole Common Goods team is here to help you do what you do better, make you make better, smarter purchasing decisions. So for all the members listening who haven't registered for conference yet, remember there's still time to do so. Go to moa.org slash conference. Do it today. I look forward to seeing many of you in the Chicago region really soon. Well, not in the Chicago region. I look forward to seeing you in Chicago. Safe travels, and don't ever forget, we are Meals on Wheels so no senior goes hungry. Take care, everybody.